What's up gamers? Welcome back to another Minecraft tutorial. Today we're going to be just kidding. We're going to be talking about books, which is arguably much better. Okay, today the book that I'm talking about is called The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. This book is a really interesting, well today we're going to be talking about the characterization of the main character whose name is um, Coach. We don't know much about him, and to be honest, the book is really interesting because we do not know who the main character is until page 11. It's very unclear. It's kind of more like a foreword, which is almost confusing, but also cool in the same way. We slowly learn more about Coat through vague descriptions of looks, actions, speaks, and his effect on other characters. We don't see a lot of his thoughts, mostly because it's this uh, mostly because the book is told in the third person, so most of its thoughts are seen through his actions and through his like, you know, facial expressions and the things that he says, more than what he actually is thinking. The first hint of characterization seen in him before we even know that he's technically the main character is seen on page five, where the author writes, "The men at the bar seem most interested to see Coates standing there." We later learn that Coat has been in town for only about a year and is still kind of regarded in a as a stranger in the town, which to some people may be weird, but when it's a town where everyone was born there, a year is not long at all. So no one exactly trusts him or knows him at all. So when a new character, Carter, barges into Coat's inn, all bloodied and carrying like this dead demon-like creature, which you don't really know what it is. Um, it says the innkeeper's eyes were distant on page eight. And this is where Coates' character just starts to become a little bit interested because it kind of makes you wonder what does he know about this really weird thing that a guy from a small town wouldn't know about. Um, so when everyone leaves after dealing with this weird creature thing, Coates cleans up and we see as he releases his stress as. We see him release his chest as he turns the bottle in his long, graceful hands, and the familiar motion eases the tired lines from his face, making him seem younger, certainly not yet 30, on page 11. This tells that he has so much built-up stress and has been through, like, been through a lot of unspoken things that really age the face, like probably traumatic experiences at a very young age, because he's kind of says that he's, he's in his 20, and also tells about lot about who he is and how he likes to re relax which is not something you typically think about but it he needs more like tactile things to relax which also alludes to his background he could have been doing something with his hands or like come from a background of making things as a child or what his parents did like being a carpenter or something like that well, we don't really know um his, he's actually introduced by name to the character, kind of, through the quote that says, He called himself, quote, Coat. He had chosen the name carefully when he came to this place. He had taken a new name for most of the usual reasons and a few unusual ones as well, on page 11 as well. This single line adds so much suspense and mystery to Coat's character. Why does he need a new name? What has he been through? What does he know? Throughout the first 10 chapters or so, which is what I've read so far, as we're going through this little journey through this book, we see multiple occasions that he doesn't really need a lot of money, which is really weird in this time period that they are 
describing in the book. It's a time of war. Uh, there's lots of like aban- deserting soldiers and robbers in- on the roads, so no one travels, which means there's not merchants and there's hard to get things. Oh, sorry, that was my cat. <laughs> um, meaning it's hard to get things, and so as an innkeeper who relies on travelers to come and to make his living, he doesn't seem to be in want for money. And it's quoted saying, he whisked the coin off the bar as if he truly needed the money on page 29. He didn't really, he always says he, as if he needed the money, so it kind of alludes that he doesn't need the money from the inn, but he keeps it and kind of makes like a part of his act because people would think it was suspicious if the innkeeper with no travelers didn't want to take the money, right? Um, and it kind of part of it describes. And his money and how he spends it through these chapters also tells a lot about his character. On two different occasions, he offers regrets not offering to buy something from the misfortunate to help them through the times of financial hardship. He thinks aloud, I should have bought the scrailing from Carter, he mused. Could he use the money for a new horse on page 14. He knows that the, keeping the grayling would be dangerous but it would uh help carter oh by the way this grayling is like that weird demony thingy what no one really knows it is uh, it would help carter who just lost his horse and one of the few horses in town in a time that's much in demand for horses and a few chapters later while talking to the blacksmith about a family in town who's in hard times with all of their sheep dying more than the other people in town and they had their son recently sent off to war. He clarifies, um, he says, if you see their boy again, let me know that I'll buy about three halves on page 33. And by three halves, he means like three halves of mutton. And I don't buy mutton, so I don't know exactly what that means. But he's offering to buy more food from them to help sustain their family by giving them money. Even though he doesn't have anyone to cook that food for doesn't have any customers but he would still trying to help them out so it shows he pays attention to and is considerate to the fact that this family is in need and uh is trying trying to help them during a time when no one's going to buy their stuff um no one wants to buy their stuff because everyone else is poor but he also just want to give charity so it's i feel like it's really considerate act to do in later chapters, we are introduced to the scribe who has come to write Coates' story. And through this, we learn that, well, we already know that it wasn't, that Coat wasn't his real name. But we learn that his real name is actually Kvothe, with a lot of other titles, such as Kvothe the King Killer and Kvothe the Bloodless, which definitely tells us a lot about his past. And you can probably allude that he's killed a king and done some maybe terrifying things that has brought these almost awe-stricken names to be given to him. And as the scribe tries to convince Kvothe to tell his story, he describes Kvothe's appearance um, by saying that he saw pain underneath, raw, bloody, like a wound too deep to heal, on page 48. So this tells us that he Kvothe has like a dark past and he doesn't really want to relive it which would obviously have to be drug up all through, 
like retelling his life story and from what we learned from the him having a younger age from the earlier quote on page 11 uh, we can think that he's probably been through some traumatic and life-altering events at the ages of like a teenager through like a young man we're developing so it's probably not like fond memories that he would like to bring up so this leads us so in conclusion um Co or Kvothe is definitely one of the most complex characters that I have seen in a real that I've seen slash read in a really long time which I think you have to give accolades to Patrick Rothfuss for the unique way of introducing the character, the story, and this world building. And we can, because through it, we can see Coates' kindness and charm of a person, but we also see the ruins of a, like, a, a bright life, soul lost through unknown events. And with that, and with the way that the book is written, most of his characterization comes through implicit details like appearance, and small actions that is kind of tossed to the side for the major plot and more of a description of who he is than what is happening. And so I feel like it can get lost, but I think it really, if you dig deep, you can see how interesting of a character he is and can really, like, it really paves the way and gets you started on this adventure that you can art, it lets you know that this is really going to be an adventure of a book and that we're in for some big events and big things to come as he retails his many encounters and how he came to be this innkeeper hiding from his past. So I will see you all next time, maybe, I don't know, if I decide to do this assignment again. But um, the end. <laughs>